You are listening to the Christian Worship Center podcast. For more information about our church, please visit us at cwcstillwell.com. We hope you enjoy this message. I want to say to you not tonight, buckle up. Buckle up. Because what's about to happen is going to speed us into the next level. Come on, I ain't joking. I'm, I'm, I'm being as serious as I can. You got to buckle up. Because the ride is going to be rough. But we're headed to another level in God. So I, I don't want to scare you. don't want to mess you up. But I do want to shake you up. Because tonight, amen, this season... That we're in right now, the season that we're entering into, what God has got for the church is going to be wonderful and awesome. But with every temptation comes a way of escape. Every, every temptation has an escape route. Come on, that's what the Bible says. He said, unless we would be tempted that above with that that we are able, he has made a way of escape. So you know who that escape is? Jesus. It's J-E-S-U-S. That is your escape route. So everything that comes in your life in the end of 21 and to the, into the year of 2022, I want you to say, I'm running to Jesus. Y'all with me? Y'all didn't expect it to go like this, did you? Well, I didn't either. But this afternoon, as I was, as I was praying about this, this next few weeks that we're entering into and, and the season of Hanukkah is one of my favorites because it is the light. It is the feast of light. It's the festival of lights. It is the festival of dedication. That's what Hanukkah means in English is dedication. This is why that Jesus, uh, the, the feast of dedication is not mentioned anywhere, but in the book of John, uh, in the Bible, it doesn't mention Hanukkah, but it does mention the feast of, G- of dedication. And Jesus was there at the feast of dedication. Come on. And he does some wonderful things in that time. And so Malachi tells us that Jesus is coming quickly to his house. Come on, to his temple. Who is his temple? We just happen to be it. Malachi chapter 4 said, and he will come quickly to his house, to his temple, to his temple. He will come quickly. He will do something wonderful. He will do something great. But when he comes, he's going to straighten it out. He's going to fix it. Amen? So let's face it so he can fix it. Stop trying to deny you got any problems. Stop trying to deny that we got anything wrong or anything that we've been thinking crazy. Come on, because it's time for us to face the facts and let him come and let him fix it. I'd whole lot rather him come to fix it than him to tell him, tell him like he did the first church in, 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 in of the seven. Come on. He said, if you don't repent, I'm going to come and I'm going to move your candlestick. candlestick. 
I'm going to remove your usefulness. And how many know that there's not a church in Ephesus? There's not even a city in Ephesus anymore. Come on, it's the only one of the seven that there's not something going on there, but it doesn't have anything. It's just a pile of ruins. You can go look at the place where Ephesus was, but Ephesus is no longer a city. Come on. He ain't joking when he says, I'm coming. You better return to your first love. You better return to his light of love. And that's what we're celebrating is the light of love. I can't wait. Oh, I, I just can't wait. So, so I want to, I want to just finish up a little bit about what we, we've been talking about. Let's go there real quick. Um, the, the, uh, we, we were talking about last, last, uh, week, and I think he fixed this thing where I can use it. So let's go, just try it out. Look at there. It worked. <laughs> Thank God for technical people, right? Amen. You got to have them. But anyway, uh, the, we are in the year 5782 in the Hebrew year. And you all know that the 5782 is about to converge with the year 2022. Amen? So just take a look at 2022 and said, you're about to meet 5782. And we are about to win where God says that we're going to win. Hallelujah. It's, it's not just an idea. It's not just something that we, that we have got, that we, we think is going to happen. We know it's going to happen because we're in the decade of the pay. We're in the decade of the mouth. Amen. This is why you can't shut up. Amen. Because the 57, 80, the 82 is a prophetic picture of, of, of the year 82. The numbers represent two different letters. And we are looking at the number 82. In the Hebrew, we're looking at the first one is the pay, and that's the 80. It represents the mouth. How many's got your mouth open? Come on, that mouth is open. The tongue is out there. Come on, this is the decade of you prophesying to your issue. Instead of telling your God how big your issue is, you're telling your issue how big your God is. Because God already knows how big your issue is. He don't need to know. Because the Bible says before you ask, the Father knows what you have need of. So why don't you spend all your time praising him and glorifying him and making him big. David said it like this. Oh, magnify. How many knows what magnify means? It makes him bigger and makes him greater. Oh, magnify. Let's make the Lord big tonight in this house. Let's make him a little larger than life in this house tonight. Let's make him huge. So when we begin to make God bigger, what makes our problem smaller, right? So whatever you're magnifying tonight is what's getting bigger in your life. And so tonight we got a lot of people magnifying their problem. But put the magnifier on your God. And your problem will look a whole lot smaller than what it did.
Amen? So, so how many knows that the Hebrew alphabet, every letter has a number equivalent? So if you see a letter, you know it's number. If you see a number, you know it's letter. Because that's how the Hebrew alphabet works. <laughs> so we are in 80, and then we have 2, and the number 2 is, is the second letter of the alphabet. Let me don't get ahead of myself. So we know that the year 80, we're going to have to speak, and our voice must be heard. The next thing that we're going to have to do, and I want to, I want to, I want to let you know that in the, in our number system, we got our numbers all in angles. That's how we count, is by angles. Two has two angles. Three has three angles. You get me? Okay. So that's kind of how we count. We understand number system that way. But in the Hebrew, it's not like that. When they start counting, they also not only number, but they speak letters. And so, we, we have a, a, a thing of the prophetic symbol of the pay is the mouth. And in fact, the word pay in Hebrew is mouth. So it has to do with what you proclaim or what you breathe out. Come on, it's your breath. No wonder he said, "Every let everything that hath pay." Praise the Lord. Everything that has a mouth, pray or hath breath, let him praise the Lord. Come on, we we need to praise more than we complain. We need to praise more than we grape. We need to praise more than we post. Oh, okay. That enough? Y'all got me? Let's look at the word in 2020. The Gregorian year is when we started pay, the decade of the pay. And so I want you to understand what verse number 2020 is in the Bible. This is in Esther 4 and 14. For if you remain completely silent at this time. Verse 2020 in the Bible, 2,200. Come on, does it not speak of pay? Right here, verse 2020. In the year 2020 when we started to pay. Yes, sir. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. So in the year 2020, when they said, cover your mouth up, 2020 verse said, if you cover it up right now, if you shut up right now, if you stop worshiping right now, if you stop praising right 
Come on, do you understand what was happening in the church? They were closing them down in 2020 because no more worship, no more praise. You were spreading the Rona if you begin to praise in the house. And let me tell you, I'm not against, I'm not fighting Rona and I'm not saying it wasn't a big deal. I'm saying that God's word in verse 2020 says if you remain silent right in this time, relief will come from somewhere else but my church must praise me so pay is a symbol of the mouth and the entire world said we don't want to see your mouth come on (laughs) and the 2020th verse says I want to hear you that sound weird Mm. you can find this out in the Strong's Concordance I'm not that smart I didn't go count it but the Strong's Concordance has every verse numbered I like that book (laughs) so if you remain completely silent Like in this time, you better keep your mouth open. The critics may try to censor you. They may try to silence you. They may not allow you to speak. They may knock you off of Facebook. They may knock you off of Instagram. They may knock you off of Twitter. But you better open your mouth and begin to worship him and begin to praise him for who he is because he is the God and if you don't praise him he said there will come a deliverance from another place from another time but you and your father's house are about to perish I don't want to die in this time Come on, I've been promised some things I haven't seen to come to pass. So it ain't time yet. So the devil's going to have to back off. Oh, he said, you better watch it, preacher. You better watch it. Don't speak like that. Don't talk like that. Because he said deliverance will come from another place. But you, Esther, was born for such a time as this. I want to say you, church, was born for such a time as this. Why do you think God came looking for you? When everybody said there wasn't no hope for you, when everybody said that you couldn't be saved right now, God, as he does on the pool of Bethesda, comes through the maze. And he says, I'm going after Sammy. I'm going after him. I got to have him now. I'm going after Mike Bruner. I got to have him on my team now. I'm going through the maze. I'm going to portray Brown. I'm going through the maze. And I'm going to get him out of the... Come on, somebody. You ought to be praising God in this house. He came looking for you because he had a purpose, because he had a plan. We have to get our mouse in alignment with our assignment. Come on, we got to prophesy. 
prophesy is meant to declared, be declared and not just perceived. And a lot of people wants to perceive it, but they don't want to declare it. Because when you declare it, you've just exposed the enemy. This is why some of you aren't comfortable with some of your testimony. You're not comfortable sharing it because there's a part of you that's still attached to it. So you're not comfortable going there yet. (laughs) But you are made overcomers by the blood and by the word of your testimony when you begin to speak it out and say that's where I was but I'm not there anymore I've left the building I've left the place I've left the part I used to be there but I'm not anymore this is why I have a problem with the phrase I am a sinner saved by grace Because I am not a sinner. I was. But I'm not anymore. Because a sinner is somebody that constantly sins. And they don't even care. They don't even think about it. They just do it. But I was a sinner. But I'm saved by grace. Because he said by grace... Are you saved, not of works, lest any man should boast? I didn't have a thing to do with my salvation. He did it all over 2,000 years ago. I just come up to him and I received what he already provided. Let me tell you tonight, you can receive what he has provided. Whether it's healing, whether it's the Holy Spirit, whether it's salvation. You have to receive what he's already done. You can't be good enough for it. Because it didn't, it didn't happen because of you. It happened because of him. So I was a sinner. Let's not get another email. But I am saved by grace. Amen? Amen. Y'all understand me? Nobody's confused. I don't believe I wasn't saved by grace. I believed I was. But he didn't leave me like he found me. Hallelujah. He didn't leave you like he found you. So, so we got to get our mouth in alignment with our assignment. We, we've, we've, we've got to do what God has told us to do because this is the year number two. This is the year of bet. Amen. We're still in the year, the decade of the pay, but we're in the year of bet. We're in the year of two habitations, second letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And it is in the shape of a tent. It's a tent. It's a dwelling place. It's a habitation. It's a shelter. 
under his wings shall I trust. He has made those that are trusting in him their his habitation. We are living under his protection. Come on, if you can receive that, you can be he whole. Not just healed, but whole. How many like to be whole? There was ten of those lepers, nine of them got healed, but one of them got whole. Amen? Come on. All all nine, all of ten of them received healing. Come on. How many knows what leprosy does to you? It makes you lose limbs. You rot. You drop it off. But all ten of them guys came through there and said, he asked them, where y'all going? We just need some help. We need some we need we need back with our families. We, we probably all of them had a different reason why they wanted back, but he healed them all ten. He said, "Go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice for uncleanness and be clean." And they all went running, and it says, "As they went, they were completely healed." And one of them looks down. He says. Wow. Y'all look at this? Are y'all? Yeah, he's looking like a two. Oh, my, y'all. We can't just go on to the. I got to go back. Well, you run on. I got Thanksgiving dinner waiting on me. I got to go home. I haven't seen my family in years. And maybe this one just had a new baby and this one had a new. You understand what I'm saying? Every one of them had a different. But this one guy. He said, I can't leave without going back and saying thanks. I got to go back and say thanks. I got to go back and publicly thank him for what I'm just received. And he came back to Jesus and Jesus said, well, weren't there nine? Or weren't there ten? Where's the other nine? And he said, I don't know about them, <laughs> but I came back to say thank you. I came back to say I want to appreciate you. I want to love you. From... And Jesus said, thy faith has made you whole. He ain't just got rid of leprosy. He got everything he lost back. How many like to have everything you lost back? You don't just want a healing, but you want to be made whole. You don't want just a piece of God. You want all he's got for you. So tonight, man, I didn't get near what I thought I'd get. But anyway, we got a little bit. (laughs) Because <laughs> my, I just, I just, I just want you to understand <laughs> that what we're dealing with tonight and what we're dealing with is that the prophetic picture of the bet is a tent, a habitation, a holy habitation. So I can tell you 
it's not about Esau. It's about Jacob. It's, it, it, it's not about Saul. It's about David. It, it, it's not about Absalom. It's about Solomon. You understand what I'm saying? So some of us have to change our attitude before we move into 2022. Because when the convergence happens, you can't go back. Right now you're in a a, a settlement of time that the Hebraic calendars, they teach the the moments in between the Gregorian calendar where it converges with the Hebrew calendar is eternity. So anything you proclaim during those Last three months of the Gregorian calendar, you are proclaiming in eternity. Come on, somebody. So we are in the middle of an eternity place. So you're calling the things that weren't as though they were. You, you, you can't see him working, but you know he's working. You can't understand what he's doing, but you know he's doing something. So I want you to think of something that you want to be made whole. You, you've been coming in here and you've been, you've been grappling with the crippleness. You've been, you, where, where sin has left you crippled. You, you got things together. You're not going back. You know where you are and you know who you are because you understand the fact that you have been healed. But I want to tell you in this moment, in these three, in these few weeks that we got left of 2021, we are about to claim some things in eternity that we're going to carry over into the next year. And when these two meet, we're going to have some wholeness happen in this building that we have been crippling around with. We've been trying to make it work. We've been trying to have it happen. But God is about to make you whole. God is tired of you coming to church crippling around, dragging one foot, dragging, and can't hardly move on some things. God is tired of it, and he's saying, you just want it? You just come on back and thank me. I dare you tonight to praise him in this moment. Shut up, bullshit. I dare you to worship him in this time frame. Ooh. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this building right now. And some things are about to be lined up. Some things that you thought was gone forever. God is beginning to line them up. You can't see it right now. But you are about to enter a convergence. Where the year 21 is about to meet 22. And 5782 is about to converge with 22. And we're about to see a year of double habitation. Shut up, Jose. How many? How many? How many can deal with some double right now? Mm. I really wanted to share with you some double scriptures, some twenty-two scriptures, but I had to save that for a bit. But some of you are about to enter some double. Yeah. (laughs) 
you've been walking around with this bothering you and that bothering you and you get victory over it only to be set aside with this thing and your families are dealing with craziness and you got them you 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 know they're they're saved you know God's dealing with them and you know God loves them and you know God cares about them but let me tell you something it's, oh, they're about to meet a wholeness they're about to come into some wholeness you're about to see some difference that you've never seen in your life because this is the time this is the season if you won't shut up and if you won't move out and if you won't let the devil shut you down you're going to be able to bring your family into the convergence come on the devil ain't got a chance but some people of God stand up and say we are not shutting up we are not shutting it down we're going to praise him anyway we're going to worship him anyway we're going to glorify him anyway Christian worship center I can't shut you down so I'll send COVID in and he did you know what Christian Worship Center did? Went outside. It's like a bunch of crazy people out there shouting on the parking lot. People, people getting filled with the power of God. You know why? Because we just went and did the unconventional. And the inconvenient. Because we had people that had a mind to work. And said we're going to set the stuff up. Pastor you tell us when to do it. And we got with the board. And we kind of had a. Had a just kind of through text message. Said okay what are we going to do. What are we. And just mentioned a couple things. And it began to happen. You know what God honored. This building. And these people. Come on. In COVID, when they were predicting that churches would shut down because offerings wouldn't come in. Because people wouldn't have in church. And guess what Christian Worship Center got to do? Build a new stage. Put in a new sound system. Over almost $15,000 worth of stuff we spent and didn't go in debt for none of it. Don't tell me that ain't my God. Come on, I'm not bragging, but I'm bragging on God. Because he said, if you don't hold your peace, there won't no rock car take your place. I'll let the powers of heaven come down and pour you out a blessing that you're not able to receive. So tonight, in the end of this service, I want you to open your mouth. And I want you to give God the best, best praise you got for about 10 seconds. Come on, if you go longer than that, I'm not going to stop you. But I want us to, we're going to ease out of here tonight, and we're going to come out of here on some victory. You say, well, I don't know, Pastor. I don't know if we got anything. We, we really got some major issues going. Yeah, we do. But we got a major God. We got the only God that exists. Everybody else is, is a make-believe. 
Come on, ask Elijah. They couldn't get no fire out of that out of that stuff. They bounced on it. They cut themselves. They did everything in the book all afternoon, plumb into the evening, and oh, uh, Elijah says, "Ho, ho, 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 well, guys." I don't know where y'all's guys God is at. New King James Version said he might went to the restroom. I don't know. But he said, he said, it's time for my sacrifice. My God's evening sacrifice is now. Put your junk away. And we're going to rebuild the altar of God. None, we ain't going to mess with your altar. It's still going to, but you can put it away. But we're going to rebuild the altar of God that's been broken down for a long time. Because nobody's worshipped at it. Nobody's praised at it. Nobody's glorified at it. You know what's happening? Is the church is rebuilding the altar of God. We're not rebuilding our programs because they don't work. We're not rebuilding our our Sunday school program because it's broke. We're not rebuilding our youth program because it don't work. You, you, You understand what I'm saying? That's not what we need in the day. It's got to be the altar of God. It's got to be his glory. It's got to be all about him. It's got to be all about his power. It's got to be all about his presence. I'm glad we have leadership in Christian Worship Center that is not interested in programs, but they're wanting God. And they're here on them on Monday nights. They're here on Tuesday night. I mean, they're all over this place. All nights of the week, you can find somebody in Christian Worship Center that is having something going on because they're a they're wanting God's power in our community. Come on. You can't find the church busier in this one. If you want to go to church, you can go to church every night. Because there's something going on. And two or three places having one on one on one on the same night. So don't. Don't tell me you're discouraged. <laughs> and nobody's reaching out to you. Because that's not true. If you want to be reached, look on that little card that you get every Sunday morning. It'll tell you what's going on all the week. And I guarantee you, there ain't a whole lot of nights that we have fooled up. I think we might have one or two. It's not something going on. But you know what God is doing? He's bringing a people together that says this year, this decade, we're not going to shut up. This decade, we're not going to keep silent because we are here for such a time as this. So tonight, I want us to end this service with some praise. We're, we're, we're going to just praise him, and when you're done praising him, you can leave. <laughs> Because I feel the Holy Ghost in this house tonight. These altars are still open. If you want to come and pray, you're welcome to. Somebody's going to meet you there, I promise. But on the count of three, we're going to ring this house with some praise. One, two, three. Come on, let it happen. Hallelujah. We glorify your name.